Captain on deck. Greetings from inside the simulacra. This is Captain Hicks, and uh, I did it. I did it even though I didn't want to, even though I had reservations, but I didn't want to be that guy. I didn't want to be that guy that said, you know, because I hear from uh, Doomcock and Geeks and Gamers and all the boys that this is a, a, a mess. Uh, I've heard it referred to as the Batman and Robin of the Thor movies or the MCU. I've heard it re referred to as hot garbage. Uh, I've heard uh, chocolate syrup on a big turd. I've heard that. But I went and saw Thor Woke and No Thunder. I did it. I did it. And um, it was every bit as bad as I heard and then worse. And I've spent a couple days because I'm just I'm just just so upset. And I, I don't understand how guys like Harrison Ford and Chris Helmsworth um, Helmsford can sit there and allow their, you know, their legacy. You know, if I'm Chris Helmsworth, I'm going to say, you know, what are you doing to this character? I mean, think of it like this. Thor was the badasses of badass during the Infinity Wars. He was a badass. You know, he, he almost took down Thanos himself. He almost had it done. If it wasn't for uh, the Time Stone, uh, he would have he taken down Thanos. So um, to go from where we were, just to go, go, I mean, a lot of it, you know, if you think of the Infinity War and, and, and Endgame, I mean, that was a different world. It was kind of like pre-9-11, right? Pre-shelter in place. And, and just everything since that, that, that pinnacle, they, they spent so much time building that, 20-something movies, building that arc. Nobody's ever done it. DC, you know, has tried to replicate it. They tried to do it in a couple of movies. It doesn't work. Uh, you gotta, you gotta bring quality, and that's what the MCU did. They brought quality. You really have to nitpick the MCU movies. The the you know the first twenty something. You can say, oh well, Ant Man wasn't quite it, or oh Thor one wasn't that great, or you know uh, Iron Man three. A lot of us that are comic book geeks and fanboys didn't like what they did to um uh, the manchurian didn't like that but still i mean a watchable movie still you know not a lot no, no agenda you know um so when we get to when we get to the disney plus and i've i've, I've spoke about the disney the disney plus is an abomination everything disney plus it's like uh waiter there's a cockroach in my salad. Waiter, my baked ziti has glass in it. You know, other than the glass, it was glass in the food. It was really good. Other than the hair in the booger in the burger, it was really good. But there's still there's a hair and a booger and glass and cockroaches in my meal. And that's how. Everything since it's like, okay, I liked some parts of Black Widow, but 
they really had to gender flip Taskmaster. Was that necessary? Um, did we really need to have Loki be wokey and be fluid and do all that? I, you know, so I, I was just thinking here, could the could they assemble a team from the phase four MCU that would beat Thanos? There ain't no chance. There ain't no chance. It's just like our woke military today. Would it have any chance against the Germans? If we took our woke, not, not with all the technology, but we just took the people and we brought them back to D-Day and have them land on the beaches of Normandy, we would have had our asses kicked with this, with this crew today, right? So the crew we got in phase four MCU, I don't even think, you know, I think they would have a hard time against the mole man in, in for fantastic four. They, they, they this, this crew is, is not tough. So uh, woke in no th thunder. So if you watch the, what if, what if Thor was an only child kind of went into the whole Thor is a, um, you know, he, he was just kind of a, a fan. He was a Peter Pan. And I, I think that they, they rolled with, they say, Hey, this is a good way to emasculate Thor. Now, everything they've done since, you know, even Endgame, they started in Endgame, you know, they started, you know, they made him a fat bastard. And uh, that was really sad. And then the, he relinquished his crown. I mean, is Thor the most emasculated alpha in the history of cinema? They, they, they took his, he, he advocated his throne, you know? I mean, who does that? Then he gets all fat. Then his, his best friend, we find out Korg's gay, is a gay guy. That's nothing wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But he's got no, no fear. You know, he's got no love interest. Uh, Valkyrie's taking over. She's not interested in because she's, you know, she's a lesbian. So he's got no woman. He's got no, no love interest. And he's a fat bastard. And he needs to go back and have some mommy time to get his juices flowing and to, to start losing some weight and to get ready for the final conflict with Thanos and, you know, they, they started it there. But then in Love and Thunder, I mean, he's got to go on his journey to find himself. I mean, he's a God. He's eternal. He's, he, he's lived lifetimes. Uh, why now when he spent some time in Midgard, he's got to go find himself. That tells you something about the culture. The culture has affected Thor. And his hammer, uh, my jaw uh is is no longer coming to him it's decided he's no longer worthy that jane foster a five foot two twerp i mean she is tiny i mean natalie portman gorgeous beautiful lots of talent uh, i never thought she was great as jane foster actually uh i loved her work in in black swan and um, just all, all, I mean, V for Vendetta, my goodness. 
that's that's my favorite role she ever did. But uh, is Jane? I never really thought it, and especially when I knew what they did in 2017 to do all the gender flipping and all the uh, race swapping in the in in the Marvel comics, which that didn't work. That was a failed experiment when they turned Jane Foster into the Mighty Thor. So a lot of people thought, oh, there's no way they'll do that. So then they did it here. And they threw in the parts from the comic where she had cancer. I thought that was cool. But, you know, we got an emasculated Peter Pan Thor, who's a weenie. And then we got Jane Foster, Foster, who's worthy. Not only is she worthy, she's a better Thor than Thor. When did the hammer break into um, smaller projectiles and start taking people out? Only with the better mighty Thor Jane Foster, not with standard old uh, Helmsworth Thor. That, you know, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't resonate with, with him as much. And he's got to go find himself. Then we have you know, some, some weirdness with the guardians and, and with star Lord and, you know, it's just, it's just awkward. It's just, it's awkward. And then we get to the part where she shows and he starts to, again, you know, start having feelings for her. And then we, then we have this weird uh, kind of triangle because the Valkyrie's a little into her too which whatever and then we we get to the the i forget what it's called the um empire of the gods and that whole part which kind of reminded me of something out of terry gillam you know something like munchonson or something like that i thought the special effects one thing i will not complain about is the special effects of thorn thor uh woke and and no thunder it was incredible special effects 250 million dollars of special effects one of the most expensive mcu movies ever made up there with the uh the the avengers endgame but when we get there and we see russell crowe and what is the first thing zeus says okay let's have an orgy and then how many sacrifices? How many human sacrifices? Those are the first things that Zeus says, you know. And he's the he's the CEO of the gods, you know. It's like, is is that necessary? And then we 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 get him. We get Maximus. We get Maximus. Think of the casting here. Russell Crowe was one of the biggest badasses in Hollywood history. He was the alpha male top of the pyramid for a period of time, right? A beautiful mind, um, uh, the Cinderella man, uh, gladiator. I mean, gladiator, gladiator, gladiator. Most guys, that's one of their favorite movies of all time. And to see him pirouetting down with a little skirt to, to talk to Thor. I mean, it was just like real. I mean, if I'm Russell Crowe, I want every copy of this movie burned in the multiverse. I'm going to make a deal with eternity, and that's going to be my wish to get rid of every bit of celluloid from this. So, and we keep going. And then we got Christian Bale, one of my favorite actors of all time. I have him listed as my second favorite to Daniel Day-Lewis. 
brilliant, been doing it since he was a kid. He does it all. And his character uh, was a, it was a very dynamic. I, I like, I like the God that they use there. And I thought that, you know, his character was very uh, dynamic, you know, gore, but so underutilized. So, I mean, the screen time had to be less than 10 minutes, total gore time. And so we, 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 we underutilize a great actor. And then it's just, we like humor. I loved Ragnarok. I think Ragnarok by far, obviously of the Thor movies, I think it's in my top 10, top five, maybe MCU movies. They stole a lot of the world war Hulk themes in there, but it worked. It was great. And too, there's a point where it's too much humor. It gets to a point where it's ridiculous and it's a farce. And, and that's kind of where we got it. It was a farce. And couldn't they see as this, you could read the script and see, wait a minute. You, you know, you gotta mix it up a little too little. It became like the Batman TV show. It was, it, it, easily will be ridiculed for for the rest of um you know the time they're making these films and i would just say that in the future they they really gotta tie i mean we like a little humor that's what makes the mcu um uh, a little different than dc and some of the other um uh, franchises and i and i like that i like how they uh, guardians just whenever you're going to do comedy Consult James Gunn because he gets it. He's got the exact right amount of humor and seriousness and storytelling. James Gunn. See, and that tells you something. Why did James Gunn, why is he leaving the MCU? Because uh, he's even, and he's, and he's, you know, he's got a questionable past and he's leaving the MCU. So, you know, Thor is one of those characters. He's one of the last ones because we lost Tony Stark. And has anybody heard from Robert Downey Jr.? I think Robert Downey Jr. is laying low because he's afraid somebody's going to watch Tropic Thunder and cancel him. So he's just going to lay low until everything really smooths out. And then Chris Evans. Chris Chris Evans is done after that that Buzz year uh, Buzz Lightyear uh, debacle, um, and he's just he's he's hard to stomach his uh, his uh, you know twitter feeds and all that he's just so you know the last guy was 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 thor chris chris helmsworth and i tell you they destroyed the character i would have rather have died if i knew if i if if i was in infinity war and i knew they were going to make this movie i would raise my hand let me go with tony stark you know uh can i go back in time with Captain America. Can I just hang out in Osgard? Not this new Osgard shit, but can we can we uh you know retcon that because this has so much I mean this this whole thing about uh Korg and that he is how can we go from Doctor Strange, which I gave it a pass, Star Brand had two moms. Now Korg has two dads. Is every single MCU show now has to have some moment where there's two moms or two dads? 
uh that was just uh that blew me away and then he ends up with a guy that has like the uh tom Selleck Selleck uh, mustache at the end so that and then we had a character the head of the the kids right and it was weird because she he said oh hi uh astrid and he's and she's like no 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 i'm aster now and it's like, oh, it was more, it was like gender swapping in the gender swapping. So we just, just, there's so much of it in this one. And then we had all the kids and how they got powered and even their stuffed animals got powered. It made me think the Ewoks were cool, you know? Uh, I mean, that, that whole thing was just terrible. And then we got this badass Korg. And I like, he wants to take out the gods. At this point, I want to see all the gods taken out because they are just woke as hell. And so we, I was rooting for, I was rooting for Bale. I really was. I was like, Gore, just reset the whole Marvel. See, that's what I'm so excited about in Spider-Man is now, they can reset all that garbage that goes with uh, Tom Holland. They, they don't have to have all that anymore. Let's, they should have let Gore win. We would be in a much better universe. But they get to the end, and, and Lady Thor and Valkyrie. Valkyrie uh, barely survives. I, I wish she was taken out. I'll tell you, no, but uh, no, I actually like uh, Tessa Thompson. I think she's a good actress, uh, especially uh, what she did in Creed. I loved her in Creed, and I really like her in um, um, Westworld. She's great in Westworld, so I'm glad she survived. It's not her fault that that Thor's a weenie. She's more of a man than Thor. You know, that's that's not her fault. Um, we get to the very end and this is just i, I kept thinking about, oh there's all these woke things constant it was just like a constant barrage of woke it made me think that the eternals with all that that's that identity politics was less woke than thor i i would really have to analyze it but i almost do think that eternals which I have a shit ton of Eternals comics, so I hope I hope that's the case. I hope there's an uptick on the Eternals. But you get to the very end, and they're trying to stop Gore from getting his wish with Eternity. And they lost. He kicked their ass. He got the hammer. He got, uh, he got Stormbringer. And he got he got he got through the gate to eternity. Jane Foster's dying, and he's won. He's going to get his wish. His wish: all gods die. And then she kind of just whispers, says a couple things, and all of a sudden, this 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 um, jihad Gore has. He just all of a sudden just stops and says, "You know what?" I want that daughter that died. And he wished for that instead. So Lady Thor is clearly better than Thor. And then, but our, you know, our bad guys are even a little woke. I mean, can our bad guys just be bad guys? I mean, with Thanos, you get to, he gets to the six infinities, infinity stuff. And then Lady Thor says, you know what? 
I think that's just too much power to wield Thanos. And Thanos says, you know, you're right. <laughs> you know, it's, what? What? You think Dr. Doom is going to just say, okay, I'll just take off my armor and uh, I'll, I'll let you, uh, you, you, uh, you rule me. So, and then the most ridiculous. Now, Thor is raising the child of the villain that was trying to take out all the gods of the universe. And now he's raising this. You, you know, you typically raise children of people, you know, like family members or people you love, but not like your arch enemy that was just trying to kill you. And then just like a bunch of kids, you know, he was just a creepy freak. He's going to kill a bunch of kids. And now Thor has found his purpose. He's going to take care of Gore, the woke villain's kid, who's kind of a brat, who's being a brat. And now she's badass. So that's Thor, Woke and Thunder. I didn't even get into all the woke things, but there's too many to go into. And it made me revisit, you know, Doctor Strange a little bit, like the things I let slide. And I and I thought about all the things I've let slide, and I continue to be a supporter. I guess I mean I I've been a I've been a complainy, whiny supporter of the MC because I, I you know I loved the first three phases, but phase four has finally done it. That coupled with Obi not Kenobi. I have officially decided to boycott Marvel and Star Wars until there is some uh, empirical evidence that this bullshit has ended, that there is a clear dividing line and they have decided to start getting back to um, catering to the fans to make, focusing on storytelling, to focus on the best actor, best part, to focus on, um, you know, escapism, to get back just to having fun in filmmaking. And filmmaking should be escapism. It shouldn't be a constant barrage of political agendas, social agendas. So for, for now, I'm done with Star Trek. I'm done with Kirkman Trek. I'm done with Terminator after how, what the, they did in the last film. Uh, and um, I'm done with the MCU. And I'm done with Star Wars. It looks like Lord of the Rings, they're doing the exact same thing. So um, I will still be commentating on uh, maybe maybe some trailers or previews or things that I'm hearing about. But I you can't unsee this shit. And now it tarnishes my view of Thor. And I don't like that. I don't. It, it tarnishes my view of of some of the great movies of in in the MCU hi history. And I don't want Disney Plus and Phase Four to totally destroy my perception of this content, which for the most part has been excellent. Has you know helped filmmaking and destroyed the industry at the same time. It was so good it kind of destroyed movies and now that's why everything's streaming marvel star wars and disney are all part of that so 
I just, I just uh, wanted to, you know, for, for the purposes of full disclosure, I wanted to let you know that the captain is officially on a boycott, but never forget to always open your eyes. Open your eyes. Thank you.